Hey, and welcome back to Calling Over Comfort. I'm your host, Francine Ivey. Calling Over Comfort is a place for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and influencers. Each time you come here, you'll be encouraged, empowered, and even challenged to believe who God created you to be and what he's called you to do. Today, we're going to be talking about the condition of the heart. Many times when people are talking about the heart and what the Bible says about it, they talk about not trusting it and how it's deceitfully wicked. Yet the Bible has so many verses that talk about if we control the condition of our heart, that we'll, that we'll see God. Like there is something connected to the condition of our heart and being able to see God at work around you. So we're gonna be talking about that. How do you test the condition of your heart? How do you make sure that it is in the right place? We'll be talking all around that, plus a little bit of tips when it comes to also helping your kids learn this. The subject of the heart has always intrigued me, has always drawn me, and the Lord has taught me so much when it comes to being a mom and the condition of my kid's heart. But I was reading a book, the the title of it was Tell Your Heart to Beat Again, and um, obviously it drew me to it years and years and years ago. It was just a little small book with just a few pages, um, but there was a story in it that I think will get us started off in such an incredible way. So the author of this book had been asked by a surgeon to come and watch um, a heart surgery. And um, the thing about heart surgery or is that um, they literally remove the heart from the chest, stop it from beating, and allow machines to continue to keep the patient alive while they work on the heart. Then they replace the heart back into the chest. And then there's this moment where it's totally out of the control of the doctor. Everything will be right. Everything will be in place. Everything will be doing or or everything is in place to do the right thing. But it really is up to God and the patient at that point to get that heart beating again. And in this moment, um, in this surgery, the heart wasn't restarting. They couldn't get it to restart. Now, this doctor was a Christian doctor, so he leaned down and prayed and then leaned down into the patient's ear and said, tell your heart to beat again. And almost within moments, that heart started to beat again. This book was about pain and suffering and how in the midst of that we have to tell our heart to beat again. There's so many aspects of our life where we have to tell our heart to beat again. We have to check our heart and I'm going to be talking about several verses that tell us the benefits of keeping our heart right and pure with God. It also talks about um you know, just the condition of the heart and how we can keep it clean and pure and all of those things. 
But we have to, especially in the culture today and everything going on, I think we need to learn as people of God to tell our heart to beat again. As entrepreneurs and Christian influencers and Christian coaches, we're going to have to be intentional, alert about the condition of our heart. You see, I believe that a life, an abundant life is more than just behavior I think it's the condition of our heart. I remember telling my kids when they were very young, and it's one of the first lessons that I would teach them is soften your heart. Soften your heart. You see, I would tell them to do something. Let's say I'd say, sit down. And they wouldn't want to sit down. And and even the Ivy children would cross their arms and sullen up their face and wouldn't sit down. And I'd be like, uh... You need to sit down. Your mama has spoken, right? And uh, sometimes they would sit down, but their arms would still be crossed and their face would still be sullen. And I'd be like, I'm getting the behavior, but I'm not getting the heart, right? And so I would tell them, you need to soften your heart and repent of this attitude that you have. Because it wasn't good enough for me, not as a Christian mom teaching a child, teaching my child to pursue God, right? There's going to be times in life, if you, if, you're, if you live long enough and you're listening to this podcast, you know there's going to be times in your life when you don't like what's going on in your life, Right? And yes, we could just behave, but I think it's even more important that we keep our heart right. And so I taught my kids that I would stand there until they got their heart right, and I would teach them to soften their heart. We need to do the same thing. And what I was actually teaching them to do is that they were in control of their heart condition, and so are we. And we need to decide that emotions and all of those things do not go above will. I can will myself to be who I'm supposed to be in Christ. I can soften my heart. I can tell my thoughts to back off if they're not right. Or I can speak the truth in the midst of something. You see, here's the thing is that if I let my emotions rule, then I am at the mercy of my circumstances. But if I let the spirit of God that dwells in me and the truth of the word of God rule, then I am not a victim to my circumstances. My emotions will follow, I promise you. So what I do first is what's the truth? What does God tell me to do? How how should my heart, what is my heart stance in this situation? And then I stand in that truth. I may speak that truth. I may actually, y'all, I'm a little bit obnoxious. I may actually stand on my couch and speak the truth and tell Satan to shut up if I'm not hearing the truth and I'm dealing with fear and I'm dealing with all of these negative emotions that don't line up with the truth of God. I will speak out the truth and tell my emotions and line up with the spirit of God that knows the truth that lives inside of me. And I've taught my kids to do the same. But life has, I have a friend of mine who's an amazing Christian counselor and he actually walked us through, Dr. Alan Pickering, he walked us through um, a part of our grieving process and healing process. And he wrote a book um, called Emotional Regulation. 
and there's a chapter in it called emotional sunburn. And it's just, I think this is such a good description of what happens in our life when things, when negative things happen, when things that we didn't expect or life takes a detour or we deal with a tragedy in our lives, we get an emotional sunburn. And um, just like a, a physical sunburn, um, someone can walk up and maybe touch my shoulder in a normal time and it would be a, a normal touch. I would turn around, right? But if I'm sunburned, what happens? I jump, I react strongly. When we see that happen emotionally, when something happens that where we find ourselves jumping or are in pain, that means we have an emotional sunburn. And just like a physical sunburn, we need to deal with that emotional sunburn. We need to take our heart to the Lord. We need to take our thoughts to the Lord. And we can do that. We can do that. It's not okay just to, as a matter of fact, that whole willpower, grit, grind, hustle, think we can do it on our own will only wear us out and not only wear us out. And I think when we get spiritually worn out, we get more susceptible to the enemy and his lies. And so I think it's so important that we, when we see ourselves reacting to what I would call emotional sunburn, that we take it to the Lord and say, please, Heal me, Lord. Not only make my behavior the way I need to, God, but let's let's dig down deeper and let's find out what's going on with my heart right now. So let's see what the Bible says. There are several verses about the heart that I want to go over and it helps us as we condition our heart, as we are aware of our heart, as we keep our heart healthy, right? So Matthew 6, 21 tells us for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now that tells us that we have control um, of our heart condition if we can have control of where our treasure is. So the Bible tells us that that um, Christ needs to be our first love. First, not just being the first one we ever loved, because that's not always the case, but it needs to be the priority love of our life. A lot of times, especially as a mom, we think our kids or our family need to be our first love, but the truth of the matter is, Jesus being our first love makes me a better mother. Jesus being my first love makes me a better wife. That's it, it's primary because what happens when I make my treasure my savior, it expands me. It makes me who I need to be for my children and my husband. It's so huge. So where our treasure is, what am I treasuring right now? What is being held weighty in my life right now? Have I gotten distracted? Have I gotten off focus? And is and you can you can pretty much tell where you spending most of your time. Where are you spending most of your time? Proverbs 4.23 tells us, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Now listen to the power of those words, above all else, meaning above everything else you do, guard your heart. So how important is our heart? How important is that that, that we are aware of our heart condition? How important is it? It's not just about behavior. That your behavior 
that only affects the world. And that's great. And we need our behavior to be good. I wish the world, I wish the church even would behave better a lot of times. But our behavior will not change permanently until our heart is changed permanently. And first of all, you need to give your life to Christ and give your heart to him. You have to start with salvation, but that's not the end all be all. This is a daily choice that we have to make. And that is to guard our heart and keep him the treasure. Now, why is that important? The backside of that verse, for everything you do flows from it. If your heart is not good, if it is dark, and then the things you will have a selfishness in everything you do. You could have a self-centeredness in everything you could do. You could have a distorted um, uh, motivation in everything you do. It's huge. So we have to, just like the Bible says, Proverbs 4.23, above all else, even above your behavior, right? Because here's the thing. If we'll guard our heart and have a pure heart, our behavior will line up with it. I promise you. Psalm 5110 says, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. We can take our heart to God. If you have sunburn, if you are hurting, if your heart is, is broken right now, take it to him. He will purify your heart. If you have fallen, if you've backslidden, if you feel like you failed in some way, I promise you he is powerful enough to purify your heart. Take it to him. Quit running from him and give your heart to him and trust him with it. Say, God, take the ugliness of my heart, the brokenness of my heart, all these shattered pieces, God, and purify my heart and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Philippians 4, 7 says, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Did you hear what Guard your heart. It's the peace of God. When we find ourselves in this fear-ridden panic where we're just reactive, that is not a good place. It's not a good place in business. Well, it's not a good place in our spiritual walk either. We have got to get to a place to know no matter what's going on, no matter what circumstances are happening around us, no matter how crazy the storm seems to be and how it feels like it's never ceasing, God offers a peace that transcends, that doesn't make sense to the world, which transcends understanding. You can tap into that and God will, through that peace, it will guard your heart and your mind. I know it because I've experienced it. In Matthew 5, 8, this is huge for me. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. It's one of the questions I get a lot when people are are asking me about their walk is I want to be able to see God. I want to see him move. I want to hear his voice. I want to know what God's will is. Well, what God is saying here is then bring your heart to me. Guard your heart. Let your treasure be with me. And in that pure heart, you will see me everywhere. You will see me everywhere. Here's the, th- I'm just telling you that that God is everywhere and he's working all around you. The only thing is, can you see him? Are you blind to him? That's part of the condition of your heart. So just like I teach my kids, I teach myself too. 
It's not just about my behavior and what other people think about me. It is the condition of my heart. If I'm hurting, have I told my heart to beat again? Because God's given me abundant life. If, if my heart's got off track, God, please bring my heart back on track. So there are a few questions that I'm consistently asking myself to make sure that my heart is in the right place. First of all, what is God saying to me? I'm always asking, what is the Holy Spirit saying to me right now? Is he telling me maybe of some things that I need to get right with him? Is he directing my path? Don't allow yourself to go through a day without asking, what is God saying? What is he saying in this situation? What is he saying with this coworker? What is he saying as I, as I deal with this situation in my family? What is God saying? It doesn't really matter what other people's opinion is. It doesn't matter what your own opinion is. What is God saying? Next, if I'm looking for my heart condition, the next question I'm constantly asking myself is, what am I being drawn to? Where? Because I will tell you that my heart condition um, will, will affect what I'm being drawn to, what I'm emotionally being drawn to, what I'm physically being drawn to. If I'm being drawn to the TV, if I'm being drawn to the computer, if I'm being drawn to things that are not of God, then I know I have a heart condition problem because my heart draws me, right? What am I being drawn to right now? What is offending me and why? If I find myself offended by things of God, if I'm finding myself offended by the things God's called into my life, then I need to straighten out something. My heart is having an issue. It's, it's becoming conflicted with the word of God. And so I've, I'm asking myself all the time, what am I being offended by? Am I staying offended and why? Then I take it to the Lord and go, something's wrong with my heart, Lord. Purify my heart. Purify my heart. And then I ask myself all the time, where is my heart? What's weighty in my life? What am I adoring right now? Where's my focus? What have I allowed to be the most important? Because where my treasure is, there will my heart be also. So the condition of the heart. It's so important. Coach yourself. Ask yourself these questions. What is God saying to me right now? What am I being drawn to right now? What's offending me and why? And where is my heart? Where is my heart? What are the priorities of my heart? Yeah, I teach my kids this, but it's a lesson that I need every day as well. Thanks for joining us. We're so glad that you visit with us and are a part of this podcast. This podcast family is growing. I'm so excited about it. And welcome to all the new listeners as well. If you want to connect with us, we do offer a free call. And because we'd love to hear your story. We want to know what God's doing in your life. We love connecting with those people who are connecting with us. So you can find us at consumedcoaching.com. There are a couple of places that you can schedule that free call and connect with us. We would love that. And um, also make sure you've subscribed wherever you're listening to this podcast. So you'll know when we upload our next one. And then also we have a private Facebook group that you connect with us on 
um, and where you can network with other Christian entrepreneurs and influencers, where you can tell us what's going on and get prayer requests out there. We would love to be connected with you. We don't just want to talk at you. We want to talk with you. So again, subscribe, like, and share this podcast. We're growing as a podcast family. Go to our website, consumedcoaching.com, connect with one of our coaches, schedule a call. We'd love to hear your story or go to our Facebook and find our private group, connect with others just like you that are kingdom-minded and moving in what God's called them to do. Until next time.